Welcome back. While artificial intelligence systems have been around for quite some time, the recent popularity of chat GPT has put the industry under the spotlight with many growing more and more interested in the field. Join me now as we unpack the trends playing out in that space is human-centered artificial intelligence advocate and thought leader, Johan Stein. Thank you so much for your time, Johan. I was actually looking at a Bloomberg interview uh, before six o'clock and you know, you think you know something, but you actually realize that you actually might not know. So I feel like a lot of us use AI-powered applications, and we actually don't know that it's part of the AI grouping. Uh, as I mentioned, I, um, I was watching an interview, and I actually saw that uh, Duolingo is part of that grouping. I mean, I'm using it now to learn German, and I didn't know that it's part of that grouping. So when we talk about artificial intelligence, what are we actually looking at? Thank you. So to be here. We're looking at algorithms that can mimic human intelligence. And AI has been around for about 60 or so years. But with the advent of cloud computing and faster processing power and the like, it is now so super powerful. Not as powerful as Hollywood would like us to believe. But, you know, if you have a smartphone, almost every application you're using is AI infused one way or another. So it's the ability to mimic how humans think, to see patterns, to read articles to produce articles to understand language and the like still uh, quite limited frankly but it is exponentially increasing in power and that's good and quite scary actually and so you talk about how uh, ai really has algorithms that mimic human behavior and i actually want to drill into chat gtp and particularly to start that off with the accuracy of it all because i was actually reading um an interview that the ceo of OpenAI actually had and he was talking about the accuracy and how a lot of people still after getting their information off chat gpt go to google to kind of verify that information so what accuracy dynamics are we working with there yeah. look OpenAI was quite smart when they released this version 3.5, which is our current version. And we'll get to version 4 soon, which hopefully we can chat about. Yeah. They've opened it up to the public toward the end of last year. The fastest um, uh, adopted uh, technology ever, 5 million people within a few days. Or, or Sorry, let me correct myself, a million people within yeah. five days. But what machine learning does is it learns from all these interactions of all these millions of people using it. Initially, I was quite skeptical. In fact, I wrote a piece in, in Business Day newspaper about, mm, I don't think the robots, are, the robots are ready to take over the world. But I tell you, in the last few weeks, I've been using it every day. I haven't Googled anything in weeks. I use wow. ChatGPT. It is incredibly uh, powerful. It does make mistakes sometimes, but it is the, the accuracy, even with advanced mathematical uh, equations, I mean, even today, I asked it a question in Afrikaans, my native language. It answered me very accurately in Afrikaans. Wow. My son, who's Zulu, will still test it. But no, listen, we are at the brink of what we call, I think, what we call yeah. artificial general intelligence, where computer algorithms are becoming exponentially smarter than human beings, which opens an ethical and a philosophical can of worms for our future. Okay, I'm going to go back to that. But you mentioned that you've been using it for weeks and you haven't Googled much. And is it actually a big enough threat for Google? Look, there's some interesting articles online. Look, Google is a powerful company, or Alphabet for that matter, with such a host of different tools. Yeah. But their business model is fundamentally based on ads. 
that you see when you do a Google search or when you use Gmail or some of the other applications. But the Google search doesn't give me the answer. It gives me a link to where I might find the answer. So I still have to go and read and open that link. Which at GPT will actually give me the answer. Now, remember, the current version is based on data on the Internet of 2021 and prior. So if you ask it any current information about what's happening in the world, it's struggling a little bit. But I ask it for, I mean, my girlfriend the other day spoke about the work she does as an intensive care nurse. And she mentioned all these medical terms and I kind of dotted them down and the next day, not to be embarrassed, I actually (laughs) asked that GPT, what does all this stuff mean? Uh, And I was really in the pound seeds the next day, coming over as an expert, knowing what it means. So no, it's... it doesn't give me a link to a potential answer. It actually gives me the answer. Yeah, maybe a good tool to use on all the dates that people will be going on in the month of love <laughs> to impress uh, their <laughs> <True>. partners. <laughs> Let's talk about those AI wars, actually, because it really seems that ChatGPT has given all the big tech companies a wake-up call. Just now I was talking about um, uh, Google or Alphabet now investing about $400 million into Anthropic. So is this a good thing? Because now, is this a good thing in terms of um, accelerating the AI revolution? Because now you're getting all these big tech companies starting to really push deeper into the AI sphere. We are in a, we are drifting or floating. Floating is not the right word, but in this river. Yeah. It is taking us somewhere, whether we want to or not. And that's technological advance. Is the boat we are in safe, which talks about regulation, privacy, and the like. That's the only thing we can control. Okay. Where this technology is going is, I think, already out of our control. The challenge we have in South Africa is, even though we have fairly strong privacy regulation, POPIA, which I think is a bulldog without teeth, in my opinion, we have no AI or uh, responsible, ethical use of data regulations. Okay. There are countries like Mauritius and Kenya and others that far precedes us. So... We there's no way of stopping this technology. It is just in 30 years from now. I often think about my eight-year-old boy when he writes a letter back to me, whether I'm still here or not. Will he say, "Dad, thank you yeah. that your generation responsibly regulated this technology, or that we became an artificial intelligence police state?" Uh... So we, you know, in all the talks I do, I try and rally people to say this is not a. Um, just something to think about great technology. The urgency of what we need to do as a society, especially in South Africa, is not greatly understood, and unfortunately not even by our government, in my view. Yeah. And of course now, um, there are all these great things, right, um, that AI is advancing. But at the same time, we also, economies have been thriving on people being productive, but now you have AI kind of taking over. Is that a risk that you're looking at in terms of replacing people in in jobs that have kept economies going? It is a massively relevant and important theme. I don't know if we know the answers. Look, most repetitive administrative kind of jobs is already very automatable. But often when I speak to my customers, I say, let the robots do what they're good at, 24-7, variable errors, repetitive tasks. Yeah. What AI cannot do is replace what humans can do in the sense of your experience, your intuition, your problem solving, 
So use AI to make you better at what you do, the heavy lifting. Okay. But if you keep on advancing, keep on training yourself, reading and so forth, you will still be employable because it cannot do what only we can do at this stage. Yeah. We don't know when we'll get to sentience. <laughs> That's a can of worms in itself. <laughs> yeah. All right. So really, really seeming like a whole big world and we'll continue looking out for developments within the AI space. Thank you so much for your time and for your insights today, Johan. That was human-centered artificial intelligence advocate and thought leader, Johan Stein.